on the UB Sports Network from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. Presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB partners. Ad Pro Sports, Comdoc, WIVB Channel 4, and WNLO Channel 23. Nike, Pepsi, and by Town BMW. Now, with head coach Lance Leipold, here's Paul Peck. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. I'm voice of the Bulls, Paul Peck. We are live at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway, Buffalo's original pizzeria, getting you ready for a big one. Tuesday night at UB Stadium, it's the Bulls and the Miami Red Hawks, an 8 o'clock kickoff. This is a battle coach for first place, and first place battles are always fun whenever you're playing them during the season. It's another indication of how magical this season has been, that you're in a game that will decide first place at the moment in the Mac East. Well, as we know, every, every game is going to be meaningful from here on out, Paul, and to, to, to have an excellent football team and a 3-1 and one in the conference play in Miami of Ohio coming to UB Stadium is going to be a big challenge. I think they played really well of late. Um, really, the last five games, I, I thought they played some really good football, and uh, we've always had good battles with them. Be a, be a big test. We're going to get a lot deeper into the Miami Redhawks. It's part of our Town BMW Keys to the Game. Presented by Town BMW, the official auto partner of UB Athletics. The Miami Redhawks here for the Tuesday night game. First maction of the year for the Bulls. And you said it, Coach. You're absolutely right. They struggled a little bit non-conference. They're 3-5 mm -hmm. and five overall, but they're 3-1 and one in the MAC. Uh, they are the highest scoring team in MAC games. They've scored 30 mm -hmm. points in mm -hmm. their last five straight games. So it's been a little bit of a different season yeah. for them as much as we're kind of used to seeing it. Right. Well, I think one thing that can't get lost in it either, Paul, is they very, played a very challenging non-conference schedule with rival games, Cincinnati very close, Marshall's very close to them, and it's a competitive games. And then they go to Minnesota much like we did last year. So those are good, good opponents. Played Army last week to double overtime. So all those things being said, I, I, I know our, our team respects them, and we know we have a big challenge. They're coming off that Army game, which, as you mentioned, they were down two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, fought their way back to tie it, and then lose in the second overtime when they go for two mm -hmm. uh, and almost get it on a wild yeah. play. So the fact that you've both played Army non-conference, anything that you can look at that helps you get ready for Miami this uh, week? You know, other than they're a really good football team, I, I think there's some differences that – Obviously, they played them closer than we did. Uh, you know, Army's starting quarterback didn't play, so I think it. You know, the you know they only threw two passes. But I think what you really look at is um, the competitiveness of that football team that Chuck Martin has. Is that they're down two scores in the fourth quarter, battle back. I think it might have been under seven minutes to go in the game when they got the ball back to bring it within one touchdown. And they forced two consecutive yeah, three and outs for Army, right. which we know yeah. is not easy to do. Correct, and, and for them to do that and. And then an overtime on a short field to hold them to, a, you know, they, I think they kick a field goal, hold Army to a field goal. So you talk about those last few possessions of the game, their defense had played really well. So um, excellent defense, an experienced football team. Uh, I've said it multiple times during the week. I remember first coming into the league and I think they, you know, Chuck Martin has to have been there one year, uh, recruited extremely well, but had a really young football team. And now those guys are juniors and seniors, and you see that experience paying off for them. Your uh, your team is number one in the MAC in defense. We're talking with Bulls head coach Lance Leipold. This is the UB Football Insider Show. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. Your team is number one in the MAC in defense. Miami is number two, and we certainly know how well your squad has played defensively. Um, give us a sense of what Miami does well on defense, and they're doing it with a lot of injuries. They have yeah. lost a lot of really important players. Yeah, and you can see now who's back this week. We're not quite sure, but. Uh, you can see a, a team with that experience, those upperclassmen have a lot of depth, and you can see that start to pay off for them. They're moving people around. Um, the linebacker, Koenig, is an excellent football player. He's played on the outside. They moved him to the mic position at times, so not sure where he'll line up. Um, physical front four. Um, of course, like most defenses that play in that, they're going to rotate some guys. Had troubles rotating later in the game, but they still were getting great stops last week. But... Uh, uh, impressed with their length and strength of what they have. 
And uh, and then in the secondary again, uh, length again at the safety position. You see six foot, six one safeties, guys with long arms that can make plays. You know, get in the alleys and do some things. Excellent tacklers, well coached. You see them keep leverage on the ball extremely well. They've been taught well and they play with great aggression. Offensively for the Miami Red Hawks as we continue to get you ready for Tuesday night's game at UB Stadium between the Bulls and the Miami Red Hawks. They are led by one of the most solid quarterbacks in the MAC, and, and that may sound like I'm not yeah. being overly complimentary, but I really am. Gus Raglan is just a guy who does everything really well. I'll throw a couple of numbers at you that, that just show that. He's 12-3 and three in his career against MAC teams. In the red zone, he's thrown 37 touchdowns and just one interception. Wow. Those, are, those are signs of a guy who kind of knows what yep. he's doing absolutely uh, uh, gritty gutsy performer you know he's you know he's kind of a I don't want to say like a throw it like he to me he's like a Brett Favre type of guy mm -hmm. where he's he's gonna be uh, reckless with his body so to speak he'll do what he has to do to, to make plays for his team and you got to you got to respect that and, and and what he's done he's battled injuries in his career and he keeps battling back you can tell his team rallies around him when he's on the field um, you mentioned the, his records, his, his uh, effectiveness in the red zone, and that's just what you see out of a senior that uh, is a very good quarterback, one of many in this league. He's, uh, he lost his best weapon, James Gardner, who was first-team All-Mac last year. He's been out for the season, but again, the signs of a good quarterback that can bring other yeah. guys along. And interesting, One interesting thing about Miami, something you don't see a lot in the MAC, they have a running back who's their second leading receiver yeah. that they use a lot in the passing game. That's number three, Kenny Young. That's an interesting challenge for your defense. Yes, because he's extremely fast, quick, elusive. Um, they do things with fly sweeps and they'll run wheel routes with him out of that. Sometimes he's a check down and they just dump it to him on uh, off in the flat and, and he's a make you miss type of guy. So you got to tackle well in space on him. Um, the other receivers still they have they have great length at the receiver spot where they can uh, get a lot of those 50-50 balls. Tight ends are used very well in the play action game down the seam. Um, excellent scheme. I, I really, um, other than when we have to play against them, I enjoy watching what they do schematically, offensively, and the philosophy and how they set things up. But it's very challenging. All right, that's going to be a, a big test for the Bulls. Those have been our town BMW keys to the game to get you ready for Tuesday night's game at UB Stadium against the Miami Redhawks, a battle for first place in the MAC East. Coming up later on the show, Bulls wide receiver Anthony Johnson will join us when we come back with coach we'll talk a little bit about the offense where things are at with the buffalo offense coming off the big win over toledo we'll do that when we return this is the ub football insider show from learfield did you know that UB students, faculty, and alumni can save thousands on a new BMW at town? That's right, Town BMW offers special pricing to UB students, faculty, and alumni. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We, we love our town. For the ultimate downtown experience, you have to check out the Pearl Street family of companies. We keep reinvesting in downtown Buffalo, now with three breweries, including the Pearl Street Grill and Brewery, Lafayette Brewing Company, Buffalo River Works, and two of the best boutique hotels in Buffalo, the Lofts on Pearls and the iconic hotel at the Lafayette. Whether it's patio dining, overlooking the water, zip lining, rock climbing, ice skating, concerts, festivals, or any other kind of adventure, there's always something happening at the Pearl Street family of companies. Go to PearlStreetFamily.com for more details. Few things in sports are better than enjoying a Bulls game live at UB Stadium. Ticketmaster, our official ticketing partner, can help you with that. Only Ticketmaster has verified tickets that are guaranteed to get you into the game. You'll never have to worry about fraudulent tickets, and you can always buy with confidence. So go with a trusted source where you can buy safely and get out there and cheer on your Bulls. Visit Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets today. 
I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I'm as happy as a clam. Disclaimer, GEICO cannot guarantee you will be, quote, as happy as a clam, unquote. The GEICO legal team cannot accurately verify clams even experience the complex human emotional state known as happiness. As an invertebrate mollusk living half-submerged on the ocean floor, with no arms, legs, or wireless access, what's there to be happy about? A clam's all like, oh, I'm so happy I didn't get turned into New England clam chowder today. Pronounced regionally as chowder. Chowder. Oh, that's so fun to say. What were we talking about again? GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Need a ride to the big game? Hate dealing with the headache of parking? Well, park no more, my friends. Ride-sharing service Lyft has got you covered. UB Athletics has partnered with Lyft for the season, so you don't have to worry about your ride. Haven't tried Lyft before? It's a slam dunk with $20 and free ride credit. Simply download the app and enter the code GOBUFF in the promo section. Limited availability. New users only. Terms and conditions apply. Don't hibernate this winter. Participate. Check out Holiday Valley's money-saving ultimate passes for season-long ski and snowboard programs that start as low as $152. Catch the thrill on 60 slopes and trails, terrain parks, glades, steeps, and cruisers. Don't know how to ski or snowboard? The passes include lessons, too. Spend the winter skiing and riding at Holiday Valley in Ellicottville. It's just fun. Find out more at HolidayValley.com. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold as we continue from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. We're getting you ready for a big one Tuesday night at a UB Stadium. It's a first place battle between the Bulls and the Miami Redhawks, an 8 o'clock uh, kickoff rather that you will... You can listen to on ESPN 1520 right here, or you can watch on ESPN2. Well, I mentioned Anthony Johnson is here. He'll be our guest in a couple of segments. So let's uh, talk a little bit about Anthony coming back and your offensive performance, not only against Toledo, but the season so far. You are a clearly a different team when number 83 is out there. Only Not only what he does on the field, but what he causes other defenses to do to you. Absolutely. It was great to have Anthony back at full strength. You could... We could start to see glimpses of it like Tuesday and Wednesday of last week. Is you know, he was moving better, he was feeling better personally. You could tell his body language had changed, he was moving well. And uh, you know, to see that and you know, I think the first touchdown catch was a heck of a play, but the second touchdown was probably Vintage. more yeah, that was kind of the stuff that we had we, we saw some of last year and Hopefully we can see that down the stretch as well. Your uh, your offense struggled a little bit in the first half against Toledo. They did mm -hmm. some things to you that no one else had really done to mm -hmm. you in, in sacking the quarterback and tackles for loss and just frustrating a little bit. How much of that was just was what Toledo does, what their athletes do, mm -hmm. or, or was it just inevitable that teams are going to catch up a little bit to what you do? Well, I you know, the, the quarterbacks, we had five in the game, that's too many, but I think at the other point, the other end of the spectrum was having one in seven games was like almost unheard of. Right. So I think we got to get somewhere back to, to where it's more maybe normal, whatever that may be. Um, but there were some things that happened early in the game, uh, you know, I, you know, in the run game that they did a great job of, very aggressive. Um, we weren't as physical sometimes at the point of attack that we wanted to be. Um, did some good things in coverage, as you said. We turned the ball over a little, a little uncharacteristically, I think, and some there. But all of that said, Paul, I thought I'd still say that we heard me say it after the game. We we went in at halftime. There wasn't a huge, uh, uh, you know, panic or, you know, what'd you say to get them going. It was like we need to execute better. These are some things we can do, and to see our guys go out on both sides of the ball and play that well was, uh, you know, you know. Great to see, very proud of. With Bulls head coach Lance Leipold as we continue the UB Football Insider Show here, getting you ready for Tuesday's game between the Bulls and the Miami Redhawks. The offense scores 24 unanswered points in the second half. All those things that I mentioned that weren't working so well in the first half wind up working. Mm -hmm. And again, it's a tribute not only to your coaches and your players, but you know, you look at a young Jarrett Patterson who seemed to try to stretch everything mm -hmm. to the outside and, was, and wasn't able to do it. Then in the second half, he starts making those upfield yeah. cuts that we're used to yeah. seeing, and all of a sudden, he runs for, I think, about 70 of his 90 right. yards in the half. Right. right. And you, there's, you know, certain things that happen along the way, whether, you know, sometimes it's in the, the backside of blocks and linebacker run-throughs and things that guys see a flash of that force them to take things outside or we're not moving – 
you know, our combination blocks aren't getting up to the second level quick enough and things like that. Well, I think we cleaned a lot up. He got back to being a little more patient that he had been, made some big runs in the fourth quarter. But as but as we had talked earlier, I think Anthony's touchdown in, you know, in the third quarter probably gave us some of that confidence or the boost of like you know we're back close to full force here a little bit as we as we approach that fourth quarter there was that stretch in the third quarter of where anthony's touchdown was one of them where you had three straight drives that started inside the toledo 40 and i want to talk a little bit about that because that was a tribute to your special teams uh to a, a great punt by evan finnegan that traps toledo inside the 10 and then great punt returns by kj osborne we those are things that sometimes get lost a little mm -hmm. bit when you and i sit and analyze games here for everyone um but, but that comeback doesn't happen if your field position doesn't yeah. result from all those other things happening. Talk, I want you to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, many times we talk about the field position game, flipping field position, doing those things, and hidden yardage. And, and hidden yardage can be in that punt return that gets you a first down or two. It might be a punt rolling or, um, you know, one was uh, – Antonio Nunn catching catching the punt, I think, at the seven-yard line. Mm -hmm. You know, and it was Antonio's first week on the punt team when we go to a pin-punt situation. He had never done it before. So to him to go in and do that, and it's a nice job by our special teams coaches to, to utilize our personnel, a young redshirt freshman, Evan Finnegan, and punting, all those things that, that make it so, uh, you know, special in a win that you don't always see. But you talked about that field position, creating turnovers and doing those things, and we've done a nice job securing the ball when, when we needed to, and, and for our defense to get those stops like they did was, was huge. Tyree Jackson is uh, thrown 20 touchdown passes, third in the MAC in passing yards, tied for number one in the MAC in touchdown throws. Another 300-yard game comes last week against Toledo. Um, but I think sometimes there's times because he's raised the bar so high mm -hmm. that you you watched him throw a couple picks and you're like, oh, what's wrong with Tyree? Yeah, right. um, it, it, is that that's part of part of how big a part of your job of coaching yeah. is to sometimes tell players it's not always going to be that easy. Well, uh, I, I think that's where this group has really matured. Is that it, some, it's it's not a huge pitfall. It, it's a setback, a turnover. Okay, we can't keep turning the ball over, but. The day's not over. And I think when you look at the halftime again, you know, you're down 10 to the defending conference champ at their place. I don't know in past years the, the look in the locker room would be the same as it was Saturday. And it was – and especially it starts at the quarterback position with Tyree Jackson is that he understood where it was at. He still had a good feel of what they were doing. It, there wasn't a look of being confused or, or hey, what, what are they doing to us that we haven't seen before? Uh, he and Jim Zabrowski had good conversations on, on the sideline. We enter the halftime with confidence. He still has confidence in his picking up his teammates, where sometimes when you're not having that good day, you're kind of by yourself trying to regroup yourself mentally. He's still taking care of himself and our team at the same time. Those of us that are watching on Facebook Live, I'm going to hold up the, the defensive stats here just because I want to show it to Coach. He already knows this, but there's something cool about looking at the defensive stats <laughs> and seeing your quarterback. Not only has two tackles on the year, but how much fun did you have a little bit in the week and maybe in the film room of Tyree's tackle and forced fumble oh, yeah. that wound up being a very big play in the game? It was it was for him to, to make the tackle and, and create the turn now we'd prefer him not to have to do that right. um, you know we should have put his name on the kickoff cover team is what we should have done for this coming week but you know like you say you got to keep playing and and when and when the intercept returns happening you could see how how quick things can be when when you get it on tackle the balls on the ground we get another first down so that was big it's it's great to see that he was you know willing to throw himself in there to make that play um, and, but hopefully it's the last time this year he has to do so. Yeah, I don't think there'll be any more plans on playing Tyree on defense, but when we come back on this show, we will talk about the guys who are playing on defense because they continue to do it better than anybody in the MAC. Much more to get you ready for Tuesday night's game between the Bulls and the Miami Redhawks, an 8 o'clock kickoff at UB Stadium. We continue with the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. Wow. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's is the moment I knew that for him... You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. 
Few things in sports are better than enjoying a Bulls game live at UB Stadium. Ticketmaster, our official ticketing partner, can help you with that. Only Ticketmaster has verified tickets that are guaranteed to get you into the game. You'll never have to worry about fraudulent tickets, and you can always buy with confidence. So, go with a trusted source where you can buy safely and get out there and cheer on your Bulls. Visit Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets today. Introducing Qdoba's new Chicken Diablo Nachos. They're made with hand-diced pico de gallo, which means they're as fresh as... Fresh. They're also loaded with juicy adobo chicken, flame-grilled in-house, which means they're as flavorful as... And they're topped off with fiery queso Diablo, so they're as spicy as... New Chicken Diablo Nachos, with the freshness, flavor, and fire you crave together in every bite. Try them today, only at Qdoba, united by flavor. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. For the ultimate downtown experience, you have to check out the Pearl Street family of companies. We keep reinvesting in downtown Buffalo, now with three breweries, including the Pearl Street Grill and Brewery, Lafayette Brewing Company, Buffalo River Works, and two of the best boutique hotels in Buffalo, the Lofts on Pearls and the iconic hotel at the Lafayette. Whether it's patio dining, overlooking the water, zip lining, rock climbing, ice skating, concerts, festivals, or any other kind of adventure, there's always something happening at the Pearl Street family of companies. Go to PearlStreetFamily.com for more details. Water, naturally found in today's ethanol fuel, plus condensation from temperature change can cause phase separation in your gas tank, causing your engine to run rough, run dirty, and give you poor fuel economy. Castle Highway 95 Fuel Fixer stabilizes your fuel. With Castle, you get a smooth running engine and a clean ride. Look for Castle Highway 95 Fuel Fixer today. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We continue from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway, Buffalo's original pizzeria. It's the Bulls and the Miami Redhawks Tuesday night at UB Stadium. The start of Maction, first of four straight weekday games for the Bulls, begins with the 8 o'clock kickoff against the Redhawks. The Bulls, I haven't asked you about this yet, Coach. You got uh, nine votes in the coaches' poll, um, you know, for back in the coaches' poll, getting votes, starting to pay attention a little bit. What does that tell you about your colleagues? Colleagues yeah. are, are starting to figure out you have a pretty good team yeah. here. My friends are listening. No, yeah, I know no. that too. Um, you know, it's nice. It's it's nice to see, and and uh, it's it's been good for our players that when you know, especially some of your your colleagues across the country that reach out to you, whether it be through the voting or, or other ways to recognize that the, the work that our players have done. 7-1 and one for the first time since 1959. The Bulls have won 10 of their last 11 games, and a big reason why has been the play of a defense that is ranked number one in the MAC in yardage allowed, number one in the MAC in points, fewest points allowed, number two in pass defense, which also gets the Bulls 11th in the country, uh, and then there's a few other stats I'll throw your way as well, too, but what, and particularly after seeing what the Toledo you know, Rockets did in their game on Thursday night where they put up 50 points to it, that reflects pretty well on what your defense did, which was not allow them to do any of the things that they did in that game against Western Michigan. Yeah, you know, each game is is different. So I want to make sure I give credit there. But I appreciate you saying that our guys had a great effort that uh, against Toledo. Very productive. Like you said, I said, I couldn't believe when I saw the stat sheet, you know, you're kind of in the heat of the moment. You're you're looking at all the situations. You're not always you know, keeping track of your mind, like how long they've had the ball. And, you know, we, we did a great job hanging out of the ball in the fourth quarter. But you say the defense has played extremely well. And, and then Toledo, um, you know, it shows really what a quality team they are. They, they have a disappointing day at Eastern Michigan. Uh, we go and get a win at their place. And Coach Candle and his staff gets that group to, to play uh, and play inspired football last night, to uh, Thursday night, to, to play um, the – the West Division leaders right yeah, now at that time, in a row. and it says a lot there all the way across the board. But I, I think as we 
as we started the show, we talked about Miami's record and playing Army and different people. I think once again, for, for all our fans and listeners, uh, you match up differently against people. You really do. In our conference every year, I, I think that's probably the biggest thing I've learned in, in my time here about conference play is each and every week is so different because everyone's strength and weaknesses are a little bit different and you match up differently against people. So you have to take them all for what they are and try to be 1-0 at the end of the week. I think the, the one big thing that I think a lot of us took out of what you were able to do with Toledo is shut them down on third down. They were 1-12 mm-hmm. of 12 on third down. So in the last two games, your defense has allowed only four third down conversions and 26 mm-hmm. opportunities. And aside from it just being a really impressive number, it gets people off the field. That's right. why third down is so big. Uh, is there something about your scheme on third down <laughs> defense? Is it strictly the way the guys are playing? Do they rise to the occasion? I'm, oh. I'm looking for a reason why your well, team has been so I, good. If I had it, I probably wouldn't share it per se. <laughs> okay. but, uh, Fair enough. I was, you know, uh, we, we did the talk recently with the, the ESPN talent that's going to do our, our game on ESPN too. They asked the very same question question and again there's there's not anything really differently practice wise this this year or the last few weeks but our guys have you know again confident trying to get you know I think we're our personnel groupings have been tweaked a little bit Uh, maybe some of the calls per se have been modified and what we're seeing but again it comes down to confidence and execution and that was one of the other things you kind of alluded to about getting off the field the other shocking thing when I saw the stat sheet from the game last Saturday was our total number of plays to theirs. And when you can get your defense off the field, you're going to be healthier, you're going to be fresher in the fourth quarter. All those things were very encouraging to see, especially where we are at this point of the season. It's, and it's frustrating for the opponent as well, too. You yeah, sort well, of get them doubting themselves right. a little bit. Yeah, when you can't get the ball back. And, you know, just a quick small thing was I, I think the – one of the fourth downs where we drew them off sides mm-hmm. and I don't think we gave them the ball back the rest of the time. So you get the, you know, you're, you're up two scores, four plus minutes left in the game. You're milking the clock. You're doing some things fourth and, you know, a foot and you get them to flinch and then the game's over. Those are things that, you know, you, you don't put your defense back out there. You don't go through all that two minute stuff. You don't go through the Hail Marys, all that stuff. You prevent that. Again, your team will be better in the long run. With Bulls head coach Lance Leipold, this is the UB Football Insider Show from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's the Bulls and the Miami Redhawks on Tuesday night at UB Stadium, an eight o'clock kickoff. Uh, a couple of, I want to ask you about a couple of players in particular, and we've talked on this show about your depth, particularly on defense. You know, you play the Toledo game without Chuck Harris and Taylor Riggins gets another sack. And you play it without Joey Banks, one of your leading tacklers, and Tyrone Hill comes in and plays. And then I saw a, a, a stat during the course of the week of from the, the analytics group at Pro Football Focus that had a pre-Washington ranked as the number one cornerback in the country based on opponent's passer rating. I, whether you buy into that or not, or whether anybody buys into that, here's another kid that we didn't even talk about when right. the season started, who not only has emerged as a starter for you, but is now emerging as what some people think one of the better corners in the country. I didn't even know there was such a stat, though, Paul, on that. So that, that shows you where I'm at. I have trouble I'm keeping at. up on all that, know, too. But if anybody can, it's you. But it's you're right. And and that's something that, you know, obviously we don't spend a lot of time talking about injuries and, and never will. But you know, we went through a stretch where, you know, uh, Dev Russell was leading the Mac after four weeks in pass breakups and was injured and won't return mm-hmm. for the season. And nobody's ever asked that question. And and yet, so somebody has to step up. Tatum Slacks had um, a couple different injuries that has really limited him. He's getting healthier. But a pre-Washington redshirt freshman from North Carolina that, we you know, we were – really excited about and, and you know was a highly competitive athletic young kid not the biggest guy but uh, quick he's had two interceptions he's played extremely well he's one of those guys that have stepped up you may mentioned Taylor Riggins and uh, you know again when you have success and you give guys opportunities confidence arises and we've we've been able to keep talking about who else can we you know let, let's keep finding ways to get these young players opportunities or inexperienced guys that have been waiting in kind of in that depth chart area worked hard and uh, we're able to do so all right it's going to be a big one are you uh, is are you are you letting anybody think this is a bigger game than any other or is it just a, the next one on well, the schedule it's a you know you you play this one it's a big one um either way and i told this to the team 
win or lose, the next one's going to be even more important. So you you have to take them for where they're. Enjoy that we've had the opportunity to be in this position, but you have to prepare just like you always have and make sure you have a good week of practice. It's the 7-1 Bulls who are 4-0 in the MAC against the 3-5 Miami Redhawks who are 3-1 in the MAC. So first place will be, will hold all own to the winner of this game on Tuesday night at UB Stadium. That makes it a big one. Good luck, Coach. Thanks for the time and the insights as always. Thank you very much. All right, we've got much more to come here on the UB Football Insider Show. We will be joined by Bulls wide receiver Anthony Johnson. He is back healthy and dangerous. We saw that at Toledo. Can't wait to talk to Anthony about how he's feeling and the rest of the season. And we'll do that when we return on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. Hey, it's Paul Santor from Santor's Pizza Pub and Grill, letting you know just what a day looks like for us. Our day starts with fresh produce, meats, fish, and other items delivered daily. We have a team of staff that takes their time, prepares all these fresh and natural ingredients. We then stock our cook lines, making sure everything is rotated fresh and clean. Santor's Pizza Pub and Grill takes our time to make sure your meal is prepared the right way. We know you have choices, so when you choose to spend the money with us, we want to make sure you're happy. If something is not right, let us know. Please don't leave unhappy. Santor's Pizza Pub and Grill, we cook like it's our family. For the ultimate downtown experience, you have to check out the Pearl Street family of companies. We keep reinvesting in downtown Buffalo, now with three breweries, including the Pearl Street Grill and Brewery, Lafayette Brewing Company, Buffalo River Works, and two of the best boutique hotels in Buffalo, the Lofts on Pearls and the iconic hotel at the Lafayette. Whether it's patio dining, overlooking the water, zip lining, rock climbing, ice skating, concerts, festivals, or any other kind of adventure, there's always something happening at the Pearl Street family of companies. Go to PearlStreetFamily.com for more details. We are busy bodies, and injuries can happen at any time. When they do, UB OrthoCare is ready with urgent expert care from UBMD Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. UB OrthoCare is faster and more specialized than the ER for orthopedic evaluation, care, and recovery. For bones, joints, muscles, and concussions, why trust anybody else? Extended hours in Orchard Park, Amherst, and Niagara Falls. UB OrthoCare from UBMD Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Dedicated to keeping busy bodies busy. Grand Island Waste Management is excited to be a proud partner of the UB Athletics Department. Our services include septic service, portable toilet and dumpster rentals, along with grease trap cleanings. We have proudly served Western New York for the past six years. We are family owned and operated. Donate a non-perishable food item and we'll take $10 off our services and we'll distribute it to the area food banks. Thank you from the Grand Island Waste Management family. Call 774-0418 for our service. Bulls fans can save hundreds with the Bulls Savings Card. The Bulls Savings Card is a free card that rewards UB fans with discounts, perks, and more at select partner locations across western New York. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, Cheeburger Cheeburger, Texas Day Brazil, Scotch and Sirloin, Caruba Collision, and Batteries Plus Bulbs. Fans can view all discounts at ubbulls.com slash savings for all the discounts. Pick one up at the Alumni Arena Ticket Office or at select UB Athletics events and start saving today. Few things in sports are better than enjoying a Bulls game live at UB Stadium. Ticketmaster, our official ticketing partner, can help you with that. Only Ticketmaster has verified tickets that are guaranteed to get you into the game. You'll never have to worry about fraudulent tickets, and you can always buy with confidence. So, go with a trusted source where you can buy safely and get out there and cheer on your Bulls. Visit Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets today. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. My name is Paul Peck. We thank Coach Leipold for uh, the time and the insights to get you ready for a big game on Tuesday night. It's the Bulls and the Miami Redhawks at UB Stadium. We're now joined by Bulls wide receiver Anthony Johnson. A chance to catch up with him here for a couple segments and find out what's going on with number 83. Um, are you feeling this one's a, a big game, bigger game, or just the same game? Are you are you buying what Coach is uh, telling all you guys? Is this just another game on on Tuesday night? Yeah, you know, I feel like it's just another game, you know, like as long as we go out there and play our all and give it our all, you know, you just can get this win, you know, we're just going to go out there and take care of business. You know, take me into the player, player's mind, Anthony, you know, for less of us as fans, we we recognize some games are, we're more excited, we're more fired <laughs> up for it, we understand either what's at stake, who the opponent is. Do players ever think that way? Or do players have to say number one, number two, number eight, number 12? I want you to tell everybody how you approach it as a player. I mean, first, like, you know, we watch film, we uh, key out the, like, top players of whoever we're uh, going against our opponent. But 
other than that, like everybody, like just do their job and do their part. You know, just working with uh, Tyree. You know, he's going to make things happen for us. So we don't really uh, make it a big, big problem with this. So we just play our game. All right, that's the right attitude to have. Just another one, and the next one is Tuesday night. All right, um, you're back. You're healthy. Is it true that after the first touchdown, you went up to some of the TV cameras and said, "I'm back" after the first <laughs> touchdown in Toledo? Yeah, that's correct. You, you needed to feel that, didn't you? Yeah, it's been a minute. You know, that just that was a great feeling for me. You know, uh, my teammates came in and congratulated me, but it was it was really happy for me. You know, the, the hamstrings are probably the most frustrating of all the injuries for an athlete because. Mm. It, it, you know it hurts. You know you can't do what you want to do, but but it's kind of hard to know when it's completely healed, right? Mm -hmm. So how how frustrating was it? How much did the training staff and everybody else kind of help you fight your way through this? I mean, we, we did a lot. You know, like some days I felt pretty good, and I feel like I can go out there and practice and give it a try. I'll try. You know, some some days it worry, but like the next day I'll go out there and like it just start like hurting. I like really couldn't run. But then it came to one day, I just tried to like motion and run a route, and I just had to shut it down for good. So I just sat out of practice. The trainers helped me a lot. You know, I'm in there all morning after practice, and I repeat that every day, you know. But they did a, they did a great job getting me back healthy. Sometimes you need the trainers to tell you, you know what, you you may feel good, Anthony, but you're not all the way there, right? I mean, that's a little bit of their role for you, isn't it? Yeah, they, they were telling me that. Those, like, I, I wanted to fight through it, you know, because I wanted to be out there with my teammates, but. It came to a point like we had uh, many more games to come, so I had to make that decision to shut it down or just play through it and like risk it being uh, getting uh, worse. So I had to make that decision for me. You know, that's I would think that's part of you know you as being a senior and being through this for a long time that you you see a little more of the big picture, right? Yeah. You want to play today, <laughs> but you know that if I play today and I get hurt, now I'm affected for the next five or six games. So was there? Did you have to get to that point where you said the big picture is I need to be healthy for the MAC games, I need to be healthy for the stretch run? Yeah, yeah. Um, and coach, I talk. You know, the big picture was uh, getting ready for those MAC games and being able to play those games. So, like, sitting out those three games, I had time to rest my body, you know, get real healthy, and uh, it came up uh, pretty big for me. With Bulls wide receiver Anthony Johnson, who is now back and feeling good and healthy and ready to go for Tuesday night's game against Miami at UB Stadium, uh, is there anything that you can learn from watching? Uh, you know, I mean, it, was there any point as you're on the sidelines and you know you're not going to be in there, is, are there things that you can pick up on that you may be able to use when you're back in? I mean, not really, you know, I just, I just sometimes it was just disappointing not being out there, you know, I seen some things that I didn't really like, I feel like I can be out there to help, but at the end of the day, you know, just me staying healthy and then being able to get out there to help my teammates uh, win. Did you notice how teams were defending you differently? I think we've we talked with KJ Osborne about this, that, you know, the, the defenses were, are, are much different when you and KJ are out there versus when one of you isn't. <laughs> were you able to see how that was changing and was KJ getting some of the same coverages that you're getting now? Yeah, you know, like us being like the top uh, receivers on the offense, you know, like guys are going to put like two or three guys on us, but we uh, depend on the uh, younger guys like Charlie Jones, Rodney Scott, George, Antonio, like those guys are explosive uh, as well. So as long as we do our part and get the other guys open, you know, it's big for us. What uh, what have you have observed about how Tyree is playing, um, not only when you were out there early in the season, but while you sat and watched a little bit during the middle there? I mean, he, he, he fought through it. You know, he, uh, I know he kept telling me he wanted me out there, but at the end of the day, you got other guys he can count on to make plays. And as you see, with me being out, we still got those wins. So obviously he's pushing through it. You know he's making plays for those guys, like giving us uh, confidence. Right. Um, did Did you feel like at times he was struggling because you weren't out there, which <laughs> makes perfect sense. You know, you're Anthony Johnson. I would assume he'd struggle when you aren't out there. Yeah. You know, like I sometimes feel like I'm the uh, go-to guy when things are like going slow. You know, I feel like that for myself. Like I make the plays, like to get the offense going. But you know, it was it was frustrating. But we, you know, we on the sideline, we talk. You know, like we got to fight through this stuff. Like. We're the best team, we're the best uh, offense in the MAC right now, so we feel like we can get through anything uh, we go through. All right, no more talk of injuries because you're <laughs> healthy and you're ready to go. We're with Bulls wide receiver Anthony Johnson. So you come back in that Toledo game, and I, I think the, the touchdown, the second one, as Coach mentioned, was not only sort of the iconic Anthony Johnson play, mm -hmm. but it was really one of the key plays of the game. Did you did you feel during that touchdown that you not only were able to do the things you like to do, but that it was going to be a big moment in that game? Yeah, it was, it was exciting for me, you know, like once the guy backed off, I, knew, I already knew that Tyree was about to throw me the ball, but being able to like move around that well, like I felt pretty good for myself and I knew like that touchdown like changed the momentum for the game really big and like it got the next guys going, like you know, it was like Jerry Patterson, like 
he started running for us also, and it just got us going pretty well. It was uh, it, it was similar. It was it was Herb that it looked very similar to the to the touchdown against Temple, just mm -hmm. the other way, the opposite yeah. way. Were, were there was it a similar play? Did you did you try to do any? Did you think <laughs> a little bit about the Temple touchdown after you scored the one against Toledo? Yeah, I, I definitely thought about that play, but I mean, I was I was more open on that play. So like, you give me open field, it's, it's, it's going to get bad for you. I feel like uh, I can't be touched in open field, so. I wiggled through there and I uh, got my way in the end zone. You uh, you mentioned Jared Patterson and we'll throw Kevin Marks in and the rest of the running backs. I mean, those guys have been a revelation as freshmen. Um, Charlie Jones is averaging 25 yards a catch yeah. as a freshman. Um, are you surprised that those guys have come along as quickly as they have to complement yourself and KJ and Tyler Mabry and Emmanuel Reed and all the other guys who had already established themselves? No, not at all. You know, like uh, camp in spring, we I seen how hard those guys were running the ball, and I was shocked. You know, as freshmen, like how those guys were moving. Like I kept uh, telling Tyree and Emmanuel that those guys are going to be big. You know, and Charlie as well, uh, running routes and things. And those guys are big part of his offense, and they stepping up a lot and uh, shocking everyone. Um, are uh, are freshmen more prepared because of the way that high schools have changed and offenses have changed at the high school level? Are are they more prepared to be impact players earlier than maybe even it was for you a mere four or five years ago? Yeah, those those guys came in and fitted in pretty well. But at, you know, at the end of the day, it's just the older guys' job to get, make those guys comfortable. And like when they like get the ball, run the ball, or catch the ball, like Charlie. You just like boost them up, you know, like tell them they're doing a good job, like hype them up, tell them keep working, like you're going to be a big uh, part of this offense and things. And those guys bought into this program and uh, they're standouts right now. It's Overall, amazing. you like where you, this team is at? Four games left, maybe two more after that, <laughs> but four games left in the regular season to determine whether you can win the Mac East Championship. Um, are you happy with where this team is at now that you're back and now that there seems to be this groove that's going on? Yeah, I'm really happy. Um, we came a long way, you know, like. I had a chip on our shoulder, we still do. We're going to keep shocking the world each and every day we go out there. We know we're going to practice hard, play hard, and we're just going to give our all. All right, Anthony Johnson, Bulls wide receiver. He's going to stick around. We're going to talk a little bit in our next segment about coming from a place that calls itself Football City USA and some of the connections from Anthony's hometown that will be and were in Buffalo this weekend. We'll do that when we return from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. The Learfield Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through thedirectorscup.com, USA Today, or at L Directors' Cup on Twitter or Facebook. Learfield Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. Need a ride to the big game? Hate dealing with the headache of parking? Well, park no more, my friends. Ride-sharing service Lyft has got you covered. UB Athletics has partnered with Lyft for the season, so you don't have to worry about your ride. Haven't tried Lyft before? It's a slam dunk with $20 and free ride credit. Simply download the app and enter the code GOBUFF in the promo section. Limited availability. New users only. Terms and conditions apply. Did you know that UB students, faculty, and alumni can save thousands on a new BMW at town? That's right, Town BMW offers special pricing to UB students, faculty, and alumni. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We, we love, love our town. town. Why not get to UB Stadium on Tuesday, October 30th for some midweek action? The Bulls host the Miami Red Hawks in a Mackey showdown. At the five, still going. Look at it go. Bullseye. With amazing touchdown catches. Incredible. This is awesome. And intimidating defensive plays. Pressure exact. Why not spend the evening cheering on the Bulls? Kickoff is at 8 p.m. For tickets, call 1-877-UB-THERE or visit ubbulls.com. 
Niagara Premium Chocolates has been a part of the Western New York community for over 60 years and now has the honor of being the official chocolate of UB Athletics. Last year alone, Niagara Premium Chocolates helped schools and organizations raise over $2.5 million to support their individual causes and is committed to making a difference in the local community. Starting a chocolate fundraiser for your organization is easy. Just visit NiagaraFundraising.com to learn more. Niagara Premium Chocolates, the official chocolate of UB Athletics. College basketball fans, you can sleep easy tonight. Go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code BASKETBALL and get great discounts throughout the website. They have pillows, bed sheets, mattresses, and even a bed for your pet. So go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code BASKETBALL and save big on great products today. Again, that's MyPillow.com and use promo code BASKETBALL. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway, getting you ready for a big one Tuesday night at UB Stadium. It's the Bulls and the Miami Red Hawks, an 8 o'clock kickoff. The winner takes over first place in the Mac East. Anthony, we have talked to you about the incredible connections that you have from your hometown and your family to the NFL, and you had a chance to hook up with a couple of those connections with the New England Patriots being in town for the Monday night game, which means Cordaro Patterson and Stephon Gilmore, two guys that you know from Rock Hill, South Carolina, were in town. What was it like to connect with those guys a little bit and visit with them? Uh, it's, it's amazing, you know, like guys from my hometown, you know, guys I look up to, especially Cordaro, you know, like he works out with me anytime I'm home and he's there. Like He teaches me the game a lot, so I like looking up to him. He's got me better, you know, this offseason, like before I uh, started coming to camp in spring. So I, I like uh, everything about those guys, and I'm going to continue to listen to those guys. You know, Also, they just they just push me each and every day. Um, what has Cordero told you about playing with Tom Brady and what's that? what that's like? <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a great quarterback, you know. Like, he uh, makes the game easy for you. Like, he uh, watches film with that guy, you know. Like, he uh, helped him make everything easier for him. Also, studying with the uh, receivers, he just made him fit in really, really well. Um, how beneficial is it for you as a college-wide receiver with aspirations of being in the NFL to be able to pick up the phone and ask an mm -hmm. NFL receiver, hey, what should I do here? What should I think about doing? What did I do right? What didn't I do right? I mean, it's great, you know, like, I'm a, anytime I watch film, you know, I may miss some th miss out on some things that I didn't uh, really see, but, like, I, I uh, call those guys before games, ask them to watch my game, and just tell me what I need to uh, work on after the game, you know, like, and they help me out a lot, so I uh, take that in, I go out there, I start practicing, I work on everything that they uh, tell me to work on. With Bulls wide receiver Anthony Johnson, this is the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. Uh, last week, the Patriots sent out, and I know you retweeted it on your Twitter feed, a really neat story they did with Cordaro and Stephon Gilmore, and with their high school coaches from Rock Hill, South Carolina. How is it, and, and I think I know the answer to why, but Rock Hill calls itself Football City USA. Has that always been the case, or is it continuing now with guys like you and Cordero and Stefan and Jadavian and all the other guys that are from there? Um, it's really just continuing now, you know, like we're uh, a small city, you know, so it's big for guys like us to make it to the next level, you know, not too many like make it out of there. So it's just a, a great feeling for us to be able to like be at the next level and like go back and like talk to the little kids and like what it takes to uh, get to the next level. You know, sometimes like those uh, kids need that stuff. So it's just, it's just a great thing. So so Stefan and Cordero went to, to the rival high schools, right? Yeah. They went to different high schools. You went to the same one as Cordero, No, Stefan, Stefan. You went to the one the same one as Stefan. So are those the two big schools in Rock Hill? So there's just this crazy built-in rivalry between them? Yeah, it's, it's three high schools, but uh, South Point and Northwestern is probably the biggest uh, rival there. You know, it's always a packed game. You know, like it's a lot of trash talking with those two games, but yeah, it's, it's a great when you play those guys. Either sport, football, basketball, like those are like two big games in that city. And just and this the kind of the town shuts down and kind of kind of gets all fired up for a game like that. Yeah, pretty much everybody's there. You know, nobody's at work. It's like it's a must to, must go to game. Everybody has to be there to watch that game. What's it like to be in the middle of that atmosphere? <laughs> I mean, it's great. You know, like being able to go to South Point and um and be the, uh, the outstanding guy who was there, you know, it's great. Uh, Northwestern, I don't really know too much about it. I went there, out of fact, my ninth grade year, mm -hmm. but I just had to go to uh, South with my cousin. <laughs> uh, JD went there, you know, I used to ride with him to school, but it was great. 
right? Uh, that's pretty cool. I mean, to come from that kind of an atmosphere, and and I think I think you'll tell me at times you've seen glimpses of that here at UB with the way your team is playing. You yeah. you feel that a little bit sometimes, and yeah. maybe it'll happen Tuesday night with the game. <laughs> yeah, it will. Um, you, you're starting to feel that people are are buying into all that, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, when we get out there, it's like a lot of more uh, people are coming to the games and like recognizing like what we have out there. You know, like uh, this program has changed a lot, and we're just gonna. Keep uh, bringing more people and like giving them a show. Um, and then one of the other connections that I wanted to ask you about is is this isn't a hometown connection, but this is a junior college connection. You were teammates with Michael Gallup, who mm. plays for the Dallas Cowboys, and I know you 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 remain close with him. So yet there's another guy that you can say, hey, what's that life like in the NFL? How much have you talked to Michael? Uh, I talk to Mike every day. You know, we're in a group chat. Uh, me, him, and uh, Chris Carson, who plays for the Seattle uh, yet another guy running back. Yeah, all of us talk a lot in the group chat. You know, I watch that game. They watch mine. It's just great, you know, like guys who work together, everybody's being able to accomplish their uh, dream, and I hope that I'm the next one to get there. Michael, uh, is Michael excited about having Amari Cooper, or is that going to steal some of his catches? <laughs> uh, he's excited, you know. It's a big part of their offense. You know, whatever, whatever you can uh, get to come along and help win, you can't never be disappointed at that. I, you know, I want you to uh, reflect a little bit for me, not only just on your incredible journey to get here but but being here now being in the middle of this amazing season doing things that this program has never done before and knowing you're a part of it and knowing you and your teammates are a part of it do you guys talk about that kind of stuff at all or is it just do you just feel it I mean, you just feel it, you know, like, like there's a lot of guys on the team that come from JUCO, you know, like all we needed was that opportunity, like to showcase our talent. And we got that opportunity and we're just going out there each and every day working, working hard, you know, like showing uh, guys what they missed out on, showing coaches why they can trust us and you know, put us on the field. We're going to we're gonna make big plays for us. Do you guys, do you realize that things that are being done this year have never been done here before? Is that something that, you know, or does it take guys like me telling you this or do you feel, because it's different. If you when when you when this program gets to the point where it's winning seven eight nine games every year, then then maybe it'll be different. But that hasn't always happened here. Do you guys feel that there's something special about this year because it not necessarily hasn't been done before? I mean, yeah, but I feel like most guys just uh, stuck on the wins. You know, they don't really like see the bigger picture, like what we've done for this uh, program. But. When we keep winning more, we we'll probably just come to realize it. But at the end of the day, we're just we're just going to keep going out there, get more wins for us, and uh, making history. All right, he is the only guy that is allowed to root for the Patriots in this town <laughs> for the Monday night game because of his connections to Cordero Patterson and Stephon Gilmore. Just just do the the silent golf clap there, you know, in case if you're out with a bunch of Bills fans, because that won't go over real well, but I'm glad you had a chance to connect with those guys, and good luck in a big one on Tuesday night against Miami. Thank you. Good to have Anthony Johnson, number 83, back and looking like the 83 that we that we love to see. Uh, continued success to Anthony. When we come back, it's our always popular Full of It segment as John Fuller from the Athletic Communications joins us to give us a little more perspective on the big one. Bulls in Miami, Tuesday night at UB Stadium. Much more to come on the UB Football Institute insider show from Learfield. Few things in sports are better than enjoying a Bulls game live at UB Stadium. Ticketmaster, our official ticketing partner, can help you with that. Only Ticketmaster has verified tickets that are guaranteed to get you into the game. You'll never have to worry about fraudulent tickets, and you can always buy with confidence. So go with a trusted source where you can buy safely and get out there and cheer on your Bulls. Visit Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets today. Did you know that UB students, faculty, and alumni can save thousands on a new BMW at town? That's right, Town BMW offers special pricing to UB students, faculty, and alumni. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We love our town. This is the Pepsi that's got a date with your taste buds. We're talking a two-step with you and two tacos at 2 a.m. Order number 83. Come on, you're up. This is the Pepsi that has mastered the art of the late-night munchies and is always down to dig into some deep dish. This is the Pepsi for pull boys, pulled pork sliders, and the godfather of all sandwiches, the godfather. This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. 
The Learfield Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through thedirectorscup.com, USA Today, or at L Directors' Cup on Twitter or Facebook. Learfield Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. Welcome back. It's the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway, getting you ready for a big one for the Bulls on Tuesday night against the Miami Redhawks, an 8 o'clock kickoff at UB Stadium. You can hear it right here on ESPN 1520, or you can see it on ESPN2. We wrap it up, as always, with our buddy John Fuller, the Assistant Athletic Director for Communications. It's the full of it segment, and you have lots of stuff to be full of here today, coming off another big win for the Bulls. But let's, let's start with... With the guy that we just had here as our guest, I, I love talking to Anthony Johnson. Yeah. And like, I, all kidding aside, every time you talk to him, you you learn of another guy that yeah. he knows that everybody in the NFL knows. Right, and it, and and obviously it's helped him, right? I mean, he works with these guys; they they, they work out with him in the off season, and he's just. Yeah, he has relatives and friends. and I mean, we rattled off like six NFL guys, and we barely mentioned Jadavian yeah, Clowney as number one pick in the draft yeah. and yeah, I mean, an all-pro defensive end. It's just crazy. Yeah, so, yeah, it's crazy. Um, and, and Anthony, it, it's, it's, let's be honest, he's an, an NFL high draft pick caliber, one of the best wide receivers in the country. So when you take him out of the lineup like the Bulls basically did for two and a half games, you're going to be affected. But when he comes back in, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, there I remember go. what can happen. And right. Now that Anthony's back and healthy, on the brink of another pretty cool milestone. Yeah, so Anthony has 19 career touchdowns after his two at Toledo last week. His next touchdown reception will make him only the third player in school history to have 20 touchdowns in a career. He would join uh, uh, Alex Newts, who holds mm -hmm. the school record with 31, and Naaman Roosevelt, I believe, had 28. And and they played four years, by the way. This is a I year mean, and a half, is, by the way. Yeah, so this is a, you know a year and a half. So it just shows you how good he is. Yeah, and again, even though he missed all that time, when you know you look at it, he's still in the top 10 in the MAC in receiving yards, and he's still, I believe, in the top 10 in touchdown catches, minus three games that he didn't play at all, which tells you how amazing he's been in the games that he has. Yeah, and and he's getting a lot more attention this year. Right. You know, he obviously put those big numbers up last year because. Teams weren't really aware of him. Now teams are aware of him, but they're still finding ways to get him the ball, and he's been effective. His wide receiver mate, K.J. Osborne, number three in the MAC in receiving yards uh, and still ranks among the top players in the country in touchdown catches. But I want you to talk about something else that K.J. is doing that has been huge and is potentially record-setting, and Coach touched on it a little bit earlier in the show, he's averaging over 10 yards per punt return this year. Yeah, you know, the punt return game really hasn't, for many years, it, it really hasn't been a Buffalo weapon, right? We, we just really haven't had good punt returners, or what for whatever reason, just hasn't been something in the arsenal. And KJ is changing that this year. He's averaging almost 11 yards a punt return. He has 195 punt returns yardage on the year which is already fifth in school history and he's only a few away from being in the top three i mean he has already has through eight games this season he has the most punt returns f by a ub player since terrell remember terrell jackson yeah. in 2010 had 200 and, and, and he has 195, so he's going to easily blow by that with his first punt return probably you know, in, the, in the next game. But it, it's really a, a game changer for, the, for this offense to, because you look at the Toledo game, you know, he flipped the field a couple times. He had, he had two like 20-yard punt returns. Mm -hmm. that's, a big, that's, a big, that's a big help to, to an offense. And, and that's also somewhat related to the fact that the defense forces more punts now and yep. has been good. You know, again, it's, it's uh, guess what? When you have a lot of kick returns, that's not always a good sign because that means right. teams are kicking off a lot. Well, yes. the, the, the flip side is here is that the defense, particularly the way that they're shutting people down on third down, gives KJ a lot of opportunities. Yeah, no question about it. I mean, you look at the, the way the Bulls tied that game last week. It started with, uh, you know, Evan Finnegan pinned uh, Toledo down about the six-yard line on a good punt. They won a few plays but had to punt. KJ gets the ball around midfield, gets it all the way down to the 30-yard line, and uh, one play later, boom, uh, Tyree to Anthony Johnson touchdown. Yeah, and so that turned the game around. Sure did. That was, that was the biggest play of the game. With John Fuller, the Assistant Athletic Director for Communications, as we wrap up this edition of the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold to get you ready for tomorrow night's game against the Miami Redhawks. Uh, we mentioned the defense. Let's uh, Somehow we went through an entire hour show and didn't talk about Khalil Hodge, <laughs> so I'm going to let you do it now. Yeah, so Khalil Hodge. Um, 
ho-hum, another 100 tackle <laughs> season about to be. He has 99 tackles. His next tackle will give him 100 for the season. It'll be his third straight 100 tackle season. He'll be the first player to ever do that. Now, a lot of people will remember Devontae Shannon, who's the all-time leading tackler in school history. He had three 100 tackle seasons, but not consecutively. He had one uh, 97 tackle season uh, in the in, in the middle there. So he'll be, he'll be the first player in school history to have three in a row 100 tackle seasons. Um, and, he, you know, he has he's going to move into fourth place in school history and by himself for career tackles as well. He's 376 right now, so his next tackle will move him into fourth place alone in school history, which is just amazing. He's played 32 games. He's played yeah. 32 games. He's 376 yeah, tackles. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely amazing. Take everybody a little inside. Uh, it, part of your job as the statistician here, it, tackles can be a subjective statistic, and sometimes you'll see crazy tackle numbers, and then sometimes you see really low because it's someone's opinion about who's involved. But I think with Khalil, he's always involved. There, there's yeah. no padding of the numbers here. No, he's in on every single play. I mean, if you look at his numbers, and I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but you know, he's going to end up with a school record for assisted tackles, right? So he has over. So he has 376 tackles. I think he has 220, 230 of them are assisted tackles, which means they're not solo tackles. He's just in on every single play. So he's sharing that tackle with somebody else. So that just shows that he's wherever the ball is, he is. You know. So yes, I mean, I, I, you know, sometimes you'll go to games and you'll come out and he'll have like seven or eight tackles. Man, I thought he had more tackles. So you are. It is subjective to you know, especially on the road. Some play, you know, we know what he's going to do. So obviously, our statisticians kind of know to look for that on the road. Sometimes they don't. May, he may you may miss out on a few tackles here and there, but it, that's how it is across the league. Right. It's like that everywhere. So it's not unfair. Finally, John. Uh, Coach and, a- and AJ wouldn't bite on it, um, and you don't have to either. This is a big game. This is yeah. one of this is I think at the moment the biggest game of the season. Right no, now. no question about it. I mean, Miami's a good team. They're three and one. The Bulls are four and zero. Oh. You know, if if Miami wins this game, yes, the Bulls are still tied for first, but they lose out on that tiebreaker to Miami. And if you look at it the rest of the way, the Bulls are all against MAC East opponents. So theoretically, they, they can just keep winning. And, 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 and get the, t- you know, obviously if they win every game, they're going to go to the MAC championship. But these are so important because they're divisional games. And for fans that don't know, the way the MAC championship works is the winner of the East Division plays the winner of the West Division. Bulls are now 4 0, but Miami's 3 and 1. Ohio Ohio's won last one. night. They're 3 and 1, and they're on the schedule down the road. So these games are, is, is, all conference games are big, but the division ones are really big. Yeah, well, the, the Bulls control their own fate with big games, which is exactly how you want to have it. We will see everybody at UB State on Tuesday night at 8 o'clock kickoff. John will be there. I'll be there. Make sure you're there, too, for one of the bigger games of the season. We thank you for joining us on this edition of the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold, brought to you by Learfield. On the UB Sports Network, from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, UB Football Insider has been presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB partners, Ad Pro Sports, WIVB Channel 4, and WNLO Channel 23. By Town BMW, Comdoc, Nike, and by Pepsi. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the UB Sports Network. You're listening to the official voice of the UB Bulls, ESPN 1520, WWKB Buffalo, a radio.com station.